people are making impression about you by Googling you, right? So it's not what your friends think about you or what impression you will leave on job interview. It's about what Google will tell them when they search for you. and I welcome you to another episode of Reaching Your Goals. Reaching Your Goals is my career-focused podcast where I sit down with truly inspiring individuals and we talk about leadership and career-related topics to give you the insights to get one step closer to living a fulfilled professional life. Depending on the day, I either wear the hat of a certified leadership and career coach or a management consultant and I have an MBA from NYU Stern School of Business. My mission is simple, to inspire you to reach your goals, lead with kindness and have some fun along the way. This week, we have a fabulous topic coming our way. It's personal branding in the online world and I could not have thought of a better guest than Dario Sippos. Dario has a PhD in digital marketing and is a digital marketing strategist, branding expert, keynote public speaker, business columnist and author of books such as Digital Personal Branding and others. He has built his unique skill set during 12 plus years of experience working in every aspect of digital marketing. He has spent significant time working all over the world in the digital field, helping clients in developing brands. Dario is based in Croatia. What's important about personal branding in the digital world? When you gain online influence, you have the ability to transform minds, behaviors and outcomes. Dario will share with us his wisdom on how to build an influential presence on the internet, which means that people will respect your opinions, trust your judgment, and listen to your voice above all others. I also took some homework away from that conversation, so maybe you should get your pen and paper ready as well. Anyway, if you enjoy this show and you have not yet subscribed to it, please do so wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you want to hear more from Reaching Your Goals and Delegate, please subscribe to our newsletter. You will find the link in the show notes and on the website. It's www.delegate.com slash podcast. With that, it's time to jump in. Dario, it's great to see you again. How are you doing today? Thank you for having me. I'm doing well. I hope you are doing well too. I am. Thanks for asking. And I would like to get to know you a little bit better. So I'd like to start my interviews with rapid fire questions. Short questions. Short answers. Okay, great. Perfect. If you could travel to any year in a time machine, what year would you choose and why? Yesterday I was thinking about this. I would travel to exactly a year where I'm now. And someone huh? online asked the question, at which age of your life you would freeze the years? So I would freeze it exactly at my age, right? So this year, this I would travel, I would remain forever. You know, if you would hypothetically freeze the years of your life, It would yeah. be an hour, so I'm 44 soon, so that would be it. Now it's the perfect time for me. Perfect, I like to hear that. How would your friends and family describe you in one word? Always working, <laughs> always working. What word comes to mind when you think about work-life balance? I don't believe in that because I made a life to be my work and opposite, you know. So I, I don't believe in work-life balance. I believe work-life balance is part of marketing campaign, which we can trace back before, you know, to some like uh, 1970s. There was one corporation who invented this work-life balance to actually make you work more. 
So regarding me personally, uh, you know, I, I organize my life and my work, so I never need vacation. Occasionally, of course, you get like overburdened by people or events and then you need to rest one day, but I don't need long time vacations. If I would need long time vacations, then I would need to change career. What do you need to be at your best? To, to have difficult tasks. So to have complex work, I get really bored and not motivated. I feel how I'm getting not motivated. I'm losing motivation if the, if the tasks in front are not challenging. Right? So daily routine is killing me. I need something more. What is the most important quality in a leader? I would say basically sales of your team goals to the team, right? So ability to convince the team to follow you. And many good leaders, which I know, for example, leaders of companies, especially private companies, they don't know how to read P&L balance sheets. So they don't know how to read like accounting reports, even though they are owners of multi-million euro companies, but they are very capable of convincing their team to follow them and where we are going. So setting strategic It sounds a tiny little bit scary. direction and then handling emotions. Yeah, I wasted a lot of time in life by trying to learn a bunch of stuff, you know, like in different fields, how to do accounting, how to do this and this and this, because I thought for a leader, you need to know all, you know, to be good at job, you need to know all of these things. Then I realized, okay, there are like people who are really successful and they don't even know like what's the balance sheet. Okay, I find this scary, so let's move on. <laughs> Who is one of your role models? Writer Robert Greene is my role model because he's capable of complex thinking and connecting history and present in 1,000 pages book, right? And he's a person that writes a book six, seven years, and then when you are reading it from the beginning to the end, you are nonstop thinking, like, how is it possible that someone is holding this in head? And what is the best advice you've been given in your personal or your professional life? So in personal life, it was everything compounds. It's by one writer again. So everything will compounds like choice behavior. Everything will compound like bank interest. So you need to make choices, have certain behavior, and in the end, the result will be good. And regarding the, this was, this was one of my like life revealing advices. And the second professional was and that's a really strange source where i get it is everything not saved will be lost that's a professional advice and that's actually not from a person it's you know old nintendo game console when you are playing a game and you want to quit and the game says everything not saved will be lost and i use this very often like in branding and personal branding you know and i'm telling to people Everything what you are doing, if somewhere it's not safe, it will be lost. It's one reason to do also branding. And last question for the rapid fire. What is one thing that people often get wrong about you? That I'm very arrogant. Recently, a friend, a lady from my PhD courses, right? And she said, impression of 90% of people was that you are very arrogant. And we were all wrong. They get this impression because I am down to the point. So when we started PhD... On the first class, I'm, I was not interested with the dean making introduction. I was interested, when do we start and how do we finish this thing? So I was literally asking him, okay, wait, wait, wait. It's a very nice introduction, but let me write, let me write down, how do we get diploma? So how do we finish? And everyone, of course, students, they wanted to have a nice event and speak nicely. But I started writing down because 
know, I understand that after introduction, we will have to work. So please better explain me how to work and we can, you know, record the introduction after. Wow. Okay. With that, I would like to learn more about you. Would you mind sharing the key milestones that led you to where you are today? I have a one milestone and I recommend it to everyone is to question the nature of your reality. Right? So when I started my, let's say, life, I was like teenagers. I, we were like quite, a, I would say, poor family. So I had to work nonstop. So I was working on construction, like assistant, you know, construction guy and plumber and everything. And often I was thinking, you know, you are working this job on weekends and, you know, other people are having fun and colleagues are having fun, uh, you know, classmates and you are working. And I was always questioning nature of my, my reality. Like, is this really my life? Am I supposed to work weekends and holidays just like to get by? Right? So key milestone is that occasionally when people signing your role especially in companies this happens they assign you a role and then tell you they tell you don't move you know don't ask nothing it's like is this really my reality is it what i'm destined to do you know and i guess not asking and standing still is against your nature that's my guess here i would say the most common advice which i ever received i, I would say like it was like monthly when i was younger like someone would hold me a serious speech and they would say you should not say do this And you should not do that. And I can tell you that it's completely wrong. So in my experience, everything what I have, like like career or business, everything, everything was because I was like just asking or complaining. You know, it's okay. It's not good to complain on work, but if it's constructive, sooner or later, you know, people will realize that you actually have good intentions, you know, and you are trying to prevent some errors. Okay. Back to your milestones. Regarding the milestone, except this questioning nature of my reality, I am into, and I, of course, I think it's for everyone, is I am into a habit which is called skill stacking. So I like to collect different mm -hmm. skills in various fields, like absolutely everything. And then I collect these skills. And the idea is that by collecting skills, you will eventually have such a pile of skills that you will outperform any person right around you so you are competing for a job role or you are you know you need to you need to get on a podcast or something you have such a row of skills that you are able to rewrite your cv or better to say reinvent yourself non-stop and yeah. you are absolutely not lying it's completely true and to do this i actually made a long time ago a list of skills which i would like to have and they go from literally from accounting to have phds And uh, then, you know, I was like spending, now it sounds funny that I have these skills and I say, it's huge, you need to connect skills. Actually, 20 years passed, 20 years of life passed by collecting skills. And how I started actually with that was that I was on a, one course, I would say, it was like actually serious ed education. And I was there with colleagues. So a bunch of us, we, were, we all had jobs, so all participants had jobs and we were working normal jobs but on weekend we went to education it was basically form of mba and next to me was sitting always architect he was an architect he went to mba i was like mechanical engineer he was architect but he was a successful architect and all the time as the lectures are going so the professors are teaching us he's working on laptop on his private business drawing houses right and he's communicating with customers right so the lectures go occasionally you know 
I, he would lift hands and ask something and he's absolutely not paying attention. And he would like discuss with professors. And I was like, looking, I didn't understand this because I'm paying attention. I don't understand nothing. I'm getting disappointed with this education. And this guy is conducting his own business. And occasionally he lifts hands and he's discussing. And they think how he's a pleasant person that is paying attention. So after some time, I told him, I am really disappointed. We paid this education serious amount of money. And it seems all of us have more uh, education, not education, we have more practical experience than the teachers because the teachers were university professors. So they actually didn't work so much in field. And he tells me, listen, Dario, the point of every education is to demystify the field because I'm architect and I thought it's really hard. And when you study architecture and you become architect, you realize it's nothing. 90% of times you are copy-pasting some solutions which you made in past. You are communicating with people. So the point is not that you learn something special. It's that you are not afraid of the subject and you understand the subject you can discuss. This. So I always remember this guy. The point of education is demystifying the field. So the milestones for me were question nature of your reality, get into skill stacking, make a list, you know, uh, and don't be afraid of everything. And I read once that uh, people are afraid to come close to fire because they're afraid it will burn, you know. But when you get in fire of these, like, different skills, you come close to fire, you actually realize the fire is absolutely not burning. You can control the fire. And just out of curiosity, with the skill stacking, what skills are you trying to stack these days? Currently, I am into scientific research. So I'm trying to do scientific research because I, in my career, I'm doing a lot of like Facebook advertising and Google advertising. So what happened to me was that I was, my daily job basically is like uh, I conduct digital strategy. So I'm in Facebook advertising. Of, and I was thinking last few years, like, Facebook advertising is not work, right? It works only on small scale. Like if you have nail salon or hair salon, so you can like do the outside, like um, a local marketing, you know, then it works because you have local community. I was thinking like this Facebook advertising makes no sense. So what I did is I did PhD on the subject of Facebook advertising on influence to purchase. And nice. the result, yeah, and results of the PhD was that the word that Facebook advertising doesn't. It's not effective on the people. People are irritated by it. So next step was to do the same for Twitter. And so in the process of reading a lot of scientific work of other people, I got into reading psychology and psychiatry uh, scientific works, right? So scientific articles. I personally got in shock uh, how Facebook, for example, or other social network networks have bad influence on teenagers. I thought, you know, there is some influence, but I didn't understand it's like so serious. Because when you read this, I would say medical studies, the teenagers, which don't, if you delete a Facebook account to a teenager, he has like same feeling, you know, like it's better to commit suicide than not have social network. Right? And I needed some time, you know, to actually comprehend it. And I was in complete shock by reading, you know, hundreds of these works. I would like, for example, to uh, do a research. Do we really need social networks to improve the quality of our life? I'm curious to get that answer. And as of today, what's your, what's your relationship with social media? I have to tell you, many people, especially celebrities, are misusing their position with social media. So, for example, sometimes I listen to the singer Ed Sheeran. I think it's 
pronounce Ed Sheeran. He's a singer, right? A few days ago, I watched him on TV and he was saying, I feel so sorry when people are using social media. It was a little like down sending, you know, he was like speaking from my, because, you know, I see people are posting selfies on social media and then I have a desire to send them a message and ask them, are you okay? Are you mentally okay? Right? Wow. Because, you know, because social media is tool for promotion, not for selfies and blah, blah. And he got absolutely applause from the audience in, in a TV studio, how he is wonderful. But when he said that Instagram is Facebook tool for promotion, I thought, like, what a stupid thing to say. Because if the people would not use Instagram and Facebook to post their own selfies, then you would have no one to promote to, right? So it loses all the sense. So, so I would say that uh, social media got out of hand, you know, and seriously out of hand. And, you know, everything is about advertising. You know, YouTube became basically unwatchable because every, even if you pay subscription, you know, so to avoid commercials on the beginning and the end, in the, in the, in the middle, the, whoever is holding YouTube video is promoting something. And so you are like forced to nonstop listen to commercials. So I, I believe in regulation. I believe in splitting monopolies because two companies basically control uh, 80% of advertisements and they can do whatever yes. they want. Unfortunately, here in, in Europe, we do not have nothing of our own, right? We just pick up what arrives from other countries like USA. The whole social media topic brings us also to our actual topic of personal branding, which we want to focus on today. Um, what is personal branding in a nutshell? I have a few things about personal branding. So I want to say why I started with personal branding is because I met a lot of people who are high quality workers, employees, people, and they are not able to transfer that message. So when they are candidating themselves for a job going to tenders, they would not get the job. And literally what I realized is that I had a colleague and he was much better engineer than me. So we were working some engineer jobs many years ago. And I realized in one conversation that he has 40% lower salary than me. And I was hired after him. Wow. And I, I was speaking with him. What's the problem? And the problem was that he was too good of an engineer. So he didn't know how to sell himself. Right. So I came for a meeting with the owners of a company. And in 15 minutes, the guy loved me. He loved me. But we didn't come to any engineer subject. We didn't speak about engineering. He already decided to hire me because I had like sales background combined with engineering. So I was like listening to him, what he wants to hear. Basically, I read the tender and I was like, you know, basically sold myself. And through my one year working with my colleague engineer, I realized that he is nonstop suffering. Even that we didn't have the better engineering company. It was absolutely amazing. He could calculate whatever you wanted, you know, like properly engineer. And we were all struggling, you know. So personal branding is how people, you know, basically see you. And because we have now social media, it's how social media sees you. So there are a few things, you know, there are a few layers. For personal branding without internet, we could say it's like overall impression of what people see about you. But with internet, it becomes more complicated. It's because next to, you know, People seeing you in real life and speaking with you, people are making impression about you by Googling you, right? So it's not what your friends think about you or what impression you will leave on job interview. It's about what Google will tell them when they search for you. I mentioned that I was 
offered a job by an American company who literally Googled me. And they Googled my personal branding, which was the time digital marketing expert. And when they contacted me, they contacted me in a way that where was written, we heard you are a leading digital marketing expert in Europe. And that sentence was copy-pasted from what I was posting online. Right? So I did have the skills, right? But there are many people who had the same skills. I was just the one who was thinking, what would someone from USA or whatever other country Google to find someone like me? And I wrote such text. So my text was important. It's different layers of personal branding that we need to take care of now. And I'm absolutely really sad. I spend a lot of time. No one is paying me. When I see a good person, good worker with skills, I'm trying to convince him, you need to do this person. You need to like make your profile stick out. You need to make at least three sources say that you are what you really are because no one will care what you are saying on that job interview. They'll be researching you. Tell me more about that when you convince people to work on their personal branding, they need to have at least three sources. What should they be doing concretely? So people actually do need to have skills. So I'm not suggesting anyone, you know, to lie online, right? You don't lie. So basically how internet works is it's connected with human psychology. I will now really oversimplify it. Basically, you need to, when someone Googles your name, you need to have three different sources saying that you are what your CV says you are. So if you are into digital marketing, when a person sees you, he has to see a small text about you. This text, you know, intro basically, biography, 200 words, needs to repeat through all the social profiles which you have. Why would it need to repeat? This is connected with so-called Google knowledge graphs, Google knowledge panel. So Google is collecting all the information about a person in a type of a graph, you know, like mind map. And let's say your data is all into one file. Basically, you can imagine like this. So Google collects all of your data in one file about you. But how will Google know that it's you, the same person everywhere? Because many people bear my name or your name. Many people are called. So what is telling to Google that it's the same person is that biography section, which constantly repeats through all the profiles and wherever you work. So if you contribute with some article, the biography section needs to be exactly the same as in your website. And then you can convince Google. It's not so easy, you know, it will not happen instantly, but Google will in the end understand, okay, that's the same person. So that same person did also this and this. So only what you have, This biography section telling to Google, that's that person. So you need to repeat it. That's the first thing. Then you need to have skills. Skills, you know, need to be real. But when you speak about yourself, you need to have in eyesight your future career. You don't want to search for the same job, right? It's very hard in now these days to get a more serious job salary increase, Right. So you need to get a new job. Very rarely companies increase salaries significantly. In your text, in your skills, you need to show that you are streaming to something better. You, you have eyesight on something. Your description, your skills, whatever you are doing needs to reflect your future career and not your current job. It's kind of like this, know where you want to go, right? Exactly. And you mentioned those three sources. And I guess it could be your LinkedIn profiles, company websites. Where would you put that? If you want to personally brand yourself, you need to, for example, write an article. This is just an example. 
uh, and this article needs to be placed somewhere uh, where it will not be deleted and that it will not be in category of paid or sponsored ads. Of course, to write an article now, when I tell you uh, you need to write an article, it might seem like mission impossible, but it's not mission impossible. I can tell you uh, that I started researching 10 years ago how to write a book and I met a person and he told me, you need 100 hours to write a book. You sit down, there is a process, you sit down, you make an outline and then you just write a book. And I thought he's absolutely insane. It cannot be so easy. Now, if you give me to write a book, I will write it in 100, uh, 100 hours. I measure it actually in 100 hours. I will do the outline. Same is with absolutely anything what you want to do with personal branding. It sounds hard, but then you basically do it. You realize it's not hard. Or as we said before, you know, the, it looks like fire is burning. But when you come close, you know, you realize fire is actually not burning you. If you want to go in personal branding, so it's a bunch of small steps, which will to you or anyone else look like impossible because basically, how should I write an article? I'm not, not an artist, you know, I'm not a writer. Second is, I need to post it somewhere. Where will I post it? So all this might seem like impossible task. So how you do it is basically, first we have to remember we don't want to use any money. So what we would do is ideally, Whoever you are branding, let's say we are branding some young person who wants to be an engineer in IT or absolutely anything. We would buy a domain, firstnamelastname.com. This is ideal, right? And we would buy hosting for that. So this is cost, I would say, like 20 euros per year maximum with the parameters which we need. So domain, make yourself official address. And this is the only thing where you actually spend the money. There is no money spent after that. This provides you the base with your name, ideally, first name, last name is domain.com. And there you can write your CV, basically short CV. Then you can write few articles there. Google will pick it up sooner or later. When you made this, you put it in your LinkedIn profile. You have a website, which is basically your CV. Then uh, you put it in social media profile. And then occasionally you put some posts there which are related to your field. You write an article. You spend days writing articles. I remember when I was writing my first articles like 10 years ago, I literally spent two weeks writing it. But now if you give me to write an article, if it's longer than two hours, I would get nervous. I would ask like, what's wrong with me? Why cannot I not write that, right? So we would start with a base where we create a website with first name, last name, which would serve as our CV. And I recommend this to everyone. I convinced multiple people in this. And I can tell you, I would say I convinced literally 30, 40 people minimum, probably much more, to make their website. And it helped them tremendously. Because you can say to people, this is my website, this is my CV. People much easier go to read online because everyone has nonstop, you know, your uh, Chrome open, you know, or browser than actually opening PDF, which you send in attachment where hundreds of people are. As of which level would you recommend doing that? I would recommend immediately due to current, current times. So a few years ago, mm -hmm. I would tell you first, get some skills, work hard, get five years of experience. Now I recommend it to everyone and don't worry for not having skills because what will happen is when you make that website, you will realize that you are missing skills. And then it becomes like a game. Okay, I need to learn more about a certain skill. I need to add it to CV. Okay, how can I learn? 
So I will actually start searching for that skill to actually be able to put it in my CV. People are not often aware how little skills they have documented. We are speaking about documented skills. Problem is that like my colleague engineer who was working for 40% lower salary was that he had tremendous experience, but life was crushing him. He was working overtime nonstop. He was a person that was sacrificing himself for a job. While I was more into, okay, I will work overtime, but I have to have a document that I actually do have some skill. So when he needed to search for another job, he came and they asked him, okay, what's your education, you know, and what's your experience? And he would tell them that, but he had no documented proof. But what I was doing is when we were working on a project, I would make sure I am on a picture with a project, right? And I'm hugging some construction workers there or whoever. And I was adding it to my CV. So when they asked me on which projects you work, and I said, that's such a great question. Let me show you pictures from the construction site. This is me with the construction team, right? And so, you know, you need to have documented skills. In question, you said that the second step is to have skills and you should use the skills depending on where you want to go. How do you know personally where you want to go, which skills you should focus on? How do you find your own, say, like the path you want to follow? Because I feel like that is a very key step and that could be difficult if you're maybe not as driven, as focused on maybe don't have yet the vision of your life together? So that's absolutely fantastic question. And often it comes when I speak about personal branding and with the young people, they often tell me, Dario, you are, this sounds so easy. You are lying to us. You have to motivate yourself. And motivation starts with you making a plan. So you need to think what you want to be in life. What, what's your career? I, I know how hard it is. <clears throat> I would say that I even get like a little bit worried when I understand how hard it is. And how I started it was like, I found some free software for mind mapping, right? So mind map, like I will make a mind map. And I wrote what I want to do there, what I want to achieve. And my goals were actually not career because I started from like humble beginnings, you know, and uh, my dream was to go to more schools. I like to read. I like to read as a child. I didn't go to some school which I wanted. This was my first failure in life. I didn't join actually IT university because the ticket for the train, monthly ticket for the train was too expensive. And I got in, right? Just I couldn't pay the ticket. So I had to choose the university, but I could basically live for free. This was like my first shock in life. And then I realized, okay, I don't want this ever to happen again. I don't want to work on construction sites over weekend uh, because I'm not a construction guy, right? It's okay to work on construction sites. It's a great career if you have tools, but you, it's not good to be a teenager, basically 15, 16, and work weekends on a construction site. So my motivation was, I don't want to have that life which I'm having. And then I was making a mind map how to do this. And it was, okay, I need to get some skill. And based on what the job was like offered, I realized okay, no one knows how to uh, do graphical designs. You know, we are speaking about the year 1998. The computers are not widespread. You know, you have computers in libraries. Internet is in library. You reinvent yourself. So I'm a graphical designer. Okay, that doesn't pay well anymore because now everyone is doing it. I'm not going to cry about it. I need a new skill. What can I do with a new skill? So if you got certificate for education or 
for anything, you need to drastically invest into getting practical experience. You have to be aware that opportunities are rare. So you literally need to do it for free. Very often I hear a few things is this school didn't teach us anything. And second is uh, I need a job and I am like currently, uh, you know, negotiating with three positions, no practical experience. Then I tell them, you know, the, the point of this education is not to teach you exact problem solution. It's to teach you the process of solving problems, the process of learning. Because in digital marketing, everything changes so quickly. Every six months, everything is different. So we are teaching you not to be afraid. I'm teaching you that you can accomplish anything. It's not actually the practical skill. Of course, you get some small practical skill. But if you plan to get a job just because you were on some class, continue dreaming. You can have luck and get a job and it will crush you very quickly. Even if you put down something that is authentic, does imposter syndrome ever come up? Even if it's authentic and you have those skills, I feel there are many people who doubt themselves. Is that something you've been coming across with your students that they don't feel yet confident to put something in writing because maybe they're only 80% there yet? Absolutely. So I tell to the students, I know exactly how you feel. More I know, more I am scared. Right? What happens If you as a student, I'm your boss, I can daily, daily put you down 20 times. But what would be incentive for me? I have superior knowledge to any student. So please understand, my desire is only to motivate you to perform. And my desire is that you become better than you are. So all these imposter syndromes where you think that you have two level low knowledge compared to the position, you are right. But anyone has it, right? If you are an engineer and... You are an architect, you get the first job, you need to design a house. You, of course, you are not, you don't have superior knowledge. You're first house. Right? So just relax, do your maximum to solve it, research, ask people for help. You are depending on other people. No one hired you to be super smart. No, it's exactly what you said. It's like you need to know how to solve problems and then be also vulnerable and ask questions here and there. Absolutely. For the personal branding, I have one last question. With all the knowledge you have today, when you look back, say 20 years ago, when you started off your career, what do you wish you had known back then? So I would wish to know to not hesitate. So what I'm teaching students or, or colleagues is do not hesitate. I spent many years, you know, thinking, should I get this class education? Should I, you know, you know, be afraid to ask colleagues for help or something? And starting your own, I would say, more sales. At, so start immediately with whatever you are dreaming. Do not wait. So, you know, don't, don't wait five years to collect experience in your job, uh, you know, to, to make personal branding. Do it now. Start with a website, brand yourself. Start immediately. It will help you. I, I tell to, to students and colleagues, trust me, you know, I still doubt myself. Very often you... Like you are looking at the task in front of you and thinking, wow, can I solve this? And then when you start working on it, you just realize it's a project manager. I have 50% which I can solve, 20% I think I can solve, 30% I don't have a clue what it even is. And then you are researching, you are asking people, and then it all combines. Problem is only if you don't know anything, right? If from 100% of tasks, you don't understand 100%. All the rest is project management. Plus, you said in the beginning, you need challenges. So if there was not 30% with question marks, I think you'd be bored. 
you have to visualize success and future. You have to really visualize success and future. You cannot connect dots. You cannot like in real time connect dots, you know, around you. You have to be in future uh, with a lot of experience to be able to say, okay, that was good. That was mistake. So you have to constantly like, you have to be honest to yourself. What I really don't like, for example, in corporations, this happens when people get fired for any reason, bad performance or positions, they give this speech where they say, I decided to move my career forward. I'm not satisfied with this company. So it's like fake story. They're giving themselves fake narrative even that they were fired. So I do it different. I say when my contracts were canceled, I come and I say, I was fired. They didn't like me. You know, I had a job literally a long time ago where when I was leaving, I opened a bottle of champagne with then my friends to celebrate that I'm leaving. But the boss also, I heard, was celebrating that I'm leaving, right? And we still occasionally speak to each other. It's okay. But we have no problems. We simply didn't interact well, you know. For one year, we worked together. It was different mentality. I was different. So I said, like, wow, let's celebrate. I finally quit this job. And his assistant later told me, she was my friend, she said, you know, the boss was celebrating that you left. I said, what? What a great, you know, but we needed one year to connect these dots that, you know, we are not cooperating. It will never work. Right. So why don't we split now in such a situation? I know immediately that it will not work because you have uh, experience. Right. And when you do personal branding, you have to be aware that when people are reading your story, everyone wants to be taken somewhere. So when your future employer is reading CV of anyone, he wants to think that you will take him to better results. And only documented skills and past experience will prove that plus or extra enthusiasm level. So you have to keep it up. That's the reason for personal branding. And, you know, the best thing is because all is free, everything what you can conduct, all is free. It costs you nothing except your free time. And in that free time, you will learn a lot. It cannot be bad that you learn how to write, for example. And you mentioned future. What's coming up next for you? Currently, I am uh, doing a scientific research. So I want to do this scientific research of social networks because it's absolutely mind-blowing to level to which it's grown. I would say they are self-serving organisms for profit that are very rarely helping humanity. Of course, every social network has some useful feature. I want to see... Like, does it really help humanity? And I want to write about it. I was multiple times told not to write about it. It's not good for my career, not to write about a negative influence of Facebook advertising. I was told uh, by <laughs> social networks not to write articles that Facebook advertising doesn't work because what was the reason? They said, you, m- you might need a job with us, right? So it was not a threat. It was like friendly, you know, like reminder. And I was thinking actually said then like i would never work for you you know if i write that you have bad psychological effect on children then i will never candidate myself for a job and they didn't get it because you know the conditions of employment with free food and everything are fantastic you cannot get this but is it like really okay to sell generations of people to get free food you know should you do something bad if you know if Exactly. You would be compromising your values here. Uh, you are destroying your values, integrity. You know, you, it's like it's against everything what you are learning. You would have to 
all the presentation and say to young generation, this is perfect for you, you should use it more and you know it's bad. So it's against anything <laughs> of normal. I have two more questions. Who else should I have on the show? You know, I watched your show, almost all episodes, not fully, but I watched majority of them and your guests are perfect. So I, I never seen such a podcast, you know, which is not sponsored in any way, bombarded with marketing that has such a nice guest. So when I was thinking about this, I was thinking really, you should really continue doing what you are doing because the way how you do it and the guests which you are inviting are super interesting. Uh, I did not see any of your guests without life experience. So they all had like works, work experience. They were super experts in their field and it was diverse. And when I'm listening to their messages, all the messages are quite similar. You know, you have to have integrity, values, do, do your best. And hard so, work. <laughs> hard work, yes. Hard work is number one. So please continue bringing people that you are bringing and I will not give you advice because I was really thinking, who should I propose? And then, no, that's the, the Hannah is doing it perfectly. Just Thank you. And for everybody who wants to follow you, how can they do that? Uh, they can do it on my website, which I advised everyone else to make also. So dariosipos.com or on LinkedIn, mm -hmm. they can search me. I respond on LinkedIn very quickly. One of benefits of good LinkedIn branding is that you get only high quality message. So I'm not bombarded with messages. I like to do some returning to society for free. So any lessons on university, I do completely free anywhere in the world, online webinars. If someone is a charity, workshops, anything for free, absolutely, I will, I will do it. There is absolutely no cost. It's not even part of personal branding. I did too much of that, so I, I don't need it. One of my special hobbies is helping people for free. Not because I'm such a, I would say, good person. It's because I had to pay for everything, right? So I paid for education. I heard one saying, and which I often apply, that for every word which I learned or heard, I needed to pay 100 euros, right? That's what, what was my feeling. So I like really to give people for free knowledge. And when I meet someone and he tells me, I will buy your book, it sounds great. And I tell him, no, 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 no I'll give it to you for free. So just because when I see that someone wants to work, let me help you more. Let me not sell you my book. Let me help. I love that. And also it's like this hunger for learning and this giving back. I think this is wonderful that you're doing that. I want to prevent students being stressed by telling them it's a project management. People, You are not expected to know everything. Just hard work. Show people hard work, enthusiasm, uh, complex solving skills, you know. Try to do something. Try to do maximum and the other people will help. So I'm trying to be that part in the equation which is actually helping you if you are. Dad, thank you so much for joining me today and sharing your wisdom on personal branding. I hope you stay in touch. Thank you so much, so much for inviting me. I hope you continue the stream of wonderful guests that will give the message of hard work to everyone. So thank you. Now I'm curious, did you also scribble down a few to-dos? Maybe working on a website linked to your name? If you want to talk about the episode, please tag me at Delegate or Reaching Your Goals podcast. With that, we're done for today. We're one step closer to reaching your goals. Talk to you guys next week. Bye.